folks, welcome again to another thrilling edition, and this time spooky edition of The Mind of Magnus here on WRFZ LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio, 106.3 FM. As always, the cool kids are listening in online on their uh, smart devices on RochesterFreeRadio.com. The even cooler kids are downloading our podcast. Go to MindofMagnus.com, find it there. You can also uh, just follow along on our adventures on the Facebook page, those sort of fun ways. Um, giving a shout out to those who helped make this crazy show happen, the uh, underwriting and all those fun people like Air Rec Radio. There's two, two cool guys making cool radio happen again. Uh, another one, I follow them on their Facebook adventures. I listen into their show here as well. Check them out. Uh, you're a Patreon supporter of Rochester Free Radio. I love you a lot because that's what keeps the lights on, keeps the headphones on my head, keeps the microphones sounding pretty good. And uh, it's all thanks to them. If you're not a Patreon supporter, just go to Rochester Free Radio, click that big orange button, and a couple dollars a month, all it takes to keep the lights on here, keep this uh, smooth voice broadcasting out to you out there. Uh, the person I want to give a huge shout out to, to making the show always sounding amazing, is the man in the glass box himself, Mr. Matt Obscure. Hey there, Matt Obscure. How you doing over there? Speaking of Patreon, I just have to tell you, my mouth is extra juicy. I haven't licked any envelopes recently, so... <laughs> we need to do that. We yeah, got to get yeah. on the stick here. Yeah, we got to send some more uh, thank yous and some uh, uh, little notes. Uh, as I tell everyone, if you guys uh, are Patreon supporter for the radio show, let us know. Uh, send, a let send a letter in, let us know you're doing it. I'll send out a little thank you. I sent out some drawings now and again, and uh, as Matt always says, he'll put his DNA on it in tongue form, I guess. Mm. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's the Matt Obscure guarantee. <laughs> Quality right there. So uh, it is October. The chill is in the air. And you know me, I love good tales. I love hearing the stories of people around me. And uh, this season is just extra special. All the, all the stories I've been hearing, all the tales of uh, creepiness, I, uh, all the, the things people have been writing in. I send a, a shout out to, uh, for the past few months actually, people are reminding people that um, October was coming up. And we were going to have a whole shows, multiple shows that are um, specifically based on your Halloween experiences, your creepy experiences, not just Halloween. I mean, there's some ghost stories, a bunch of stuff. And thank you to those who wrote in. We actually uh, got a handful of good, uh, great little letters in um, some. Uh, we have some audio files that we'll be uh, teasing with a little bit tonight. And uh, but thank you to everyone who sent in their, their stories. I won't get to all of them on the air. Uh, we may do a podcast version of it and get some of the uh, the shows there. So if you guys aren't downloading our podcast, check them out. We'll be uh, oh, and actually, side note: speaking of podcast, uh, there are some people asking about our older podcast, and I believe we're going to be having our uh, classic Magnus uh, Mind of Magnus shows popping up in the podcast feed here, and sometime in the near future. That's right. The plan is the classic Mind of Magnus; those will pop up on Wednesdays, and then the new episodes will be up on Fridays. So double your pleasure, double your fun with the Mind of Magnus. <laughs> Looking forward to it, and I am super excited. Um, and yeah, so those who are asking, I mean, we have uh, quite a few shows under our belt here. So uh, the first handful ones, they are found on uh, archive.org, but uh, there are a lot of people asking to have them specifically uh, downloaded right to their smart devices. So go to uh, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you'll get your iTunes, your, your podcast from, you can find it that way. But classic ones are coming. Now, I want to get back into the topic at hand here is uh, not just podcasts, but uh, creepy podcasts, creepy stories. We are uh, going to be um, tonight's guests. We actually have uh, we actually be testing out a uh, our phone interview skills tonight here on this show. So we're going to be having in a literally the head investigator for New York Paranormal Investigators, uh, Mr. Jay Powell, and I think his wife maybe jump on too if they want to as well. Uh, we're going to be talking ghost stories uh, and interesting, just weird things. Why not start off with the guy who's the lead investigator for New York Paranormal Investigators? He'll be on a little bit later. 
I myself will be doing a, a bit of a uh, uh, a reading from one of our guests or one of our listeners that sent in some stories. And uh, I think Matt's going to do some unveiling of some cool stories himself, which he helped work on, play some sound engineering with, right? That's right. We've been having a little bit of fun with these scary stories coming in. I haven't slept a wink in a week and a half. So <laughs> The things you do for love, right? It, they're just scaring the hell out of me, man. We've uh, got so much good stuff. Yeah, we had, uh, as I always tell people, I can't have Halloween uh, without having some Eric Lehman in there. We, last we talked about his show, which was, it's still up, by the way, 1975, Dearly Departed show. It's in the South Wedge. This weekend was a crazy opening. It was a packed house in there, nonstop packed house. I saw so many people I, re- I, I knew, loved, wanted to say hi to. I never got a chance to. And I'm a person who likes seeing everyone I can. Congrats to Eric Lehman. If you guys haven't seen it yet, 661 South Ave. We talked about it last show. This show, it's still up even Friday morning if you guys are listening in your drive time. This weekend, drop, jump in your car, go check it out. There's opening hours somewhere uh, on the door, I think. Uh, you check out the 1975-ish on Instagram. Follow that uh, there. But you want to get in the Halloween spirit, check out the art. It's all cool kind of Halloween themes, that sort of stuff. But he is going to be offering uh, some tales of intrigue and creepiness and cool ghost stories uh, this this year, of course. So I think tonight we'll tease one and maybe put another one in next week as well. So. Uh, so, uh, let's see, actually, uh, how are you holding up on your Halloween adventures there, Mr. Man Obscure? I am doing well with it. I uh, I don't know if I told you this, but I, I picked up a, a subscription to Shudder because mm. I needed to get caught up on my scary movies. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. And, and my Joe Bob Briggs, oh, which the whole marathon he did a couple months ago is just up there cut up into really? 13 different episodes. Oh, my God. That's so great. So, it's like the best part of MST where you can just go in and pick up and watch, mm-hmm. you know. Um, let's say demons or, you know, he does Hellraiser, which is awesome oh or rabid, which, oh, wow. I didn't really do rabbit rabid too. Yeah, he did rabid. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back and rewatch that. Tis, on my tis list. the season for some Cronenberg. Oh, really, oh my gosh. I actually was just talking about Cronenberg to, uh, the girlfriend in that. And, uh, it's one of those actors you have to be prepared for. Yeah, obviously. So, oh yeah. The body horror stuff is, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it, it does make me laugh now that that's just the alien on Rick and Morty and nobody yeah. really does the relate like, Oh, I get it now. It's terrible body <laughs> horror. It, it's, it's the fly and it's, it yeah. very much is. Exploding things, a lot of goo, a lot of blood. They just so. look like Videodrome is really how it, it, it really, pans really out, is. right? Uh, so, yeah, I, I, um, it's funny you actually mentioned movies. We're going to try to drag uh, uh, Ben Scrivens back on here, uh, hopefully probably after Halloween. We won't get him on before then. But uh, someone reached out to me because they knew he had he'd been on the show uh, a while back, and that is one of the ep- episodes that were lost to time. File was kind of weird, so we're going to bring him back on there. So that's actually to respond to uh, an email that came in. At any point in time, if you want to talk to me, uh, send a message to me, you want to do it at any point in time, you can do this. But Magnus Apollo on Twitter, mindofmagnus at gmail.com. You can actually send a message right now during the show. Uh, so we are going to be jumping into some fun stories and tales. Uh, so should I uh, do that, my my uh, listeners Letter in now, Matt. Should be fun as you uh, work away on some tech yeah. over there. Yeah, why don't we do that? Let me see if I can do something real quick here for you, actually. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and start? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. So, again, this came in from our listener. This actually came in from Juan. Now, uh, he's, he actually stressed, stressed that this isn't Juan that works in the uh, – there's a building here that has some lovely folks that message me every once in a while. And if you guys are listening in, say hi. I haven't heard from Juan and the ladies, as he calls himself. So – let me get myself prepared for this one. This comes in from another Juan who says he listens in on the drive time. Uh, and thank you for this. So without further ado, I'm going to read a little bit of letter. Please excuse me. I'm uh, not very great 
not so great at reading and uh, speaking at the same time sometimes. I don't know. So hope this gives uh, Juan some justice in here. But uh, this comes from Juan. So thanks, guys, for giving me a chance to share this. While I don't want to read it, I'd be happy if one of you as well do this. Uh, my name is Juan, and I've been a Rochesterian for all of my life. My ghost tale comes from a time I lived in one of the lower rent buildings here in Rochester. My stepmother and I had finally gotten into a lovely apartment of our own. She was going to school for nursing and felt that we were living in a place that she could leave me home by myself. Ooh, look at this. Without worry of others and everything else. This not, might not be something your listeners get, but my mom had absolute trust in me. But uh, unfortunately, we'd lived through some areas and some places that had some uh, less than desirable folks living around there. So she was happy that we have a door that we could lock from the inside and keep the whole world out. I could just sit and play my Sega Genesis in peace. The neighbors in the building were the same sort of people, folks that were just finally climbing out of life stresses and hopeful for a future. The building had been purchased about a year or two earlier, and in the infinite wisdom, they had decided to weed out the problem people to make room for families like mine. The older neighbors would routinely tell me how that the previous year there had been violent offenders living there, or after getting out of jail, or there had been break-ins or nightly screaming from various apartments above or below them, but was promised that this was a thing of the past. So Juan continues saying, I was only a preteen then and I had very vivid imagination. So some of these were first blamed for that. But as we got comfy in our new digs, I started hearing the sounds of people. At first, I thought I heard shouting. And when I would stop and listen, turn the game off, I couldn't hear anything else again. I assumed it was rumor. Uh, it was the rumored bad neighbors that I had heard about. Uh, had been asked, uh, they had been asked to leave yet, but the, the voices permeating the floor below me and above me, I, I couldn't tell if it was from there or not. So, though I didn't hear anything else for quite a while, uh, the, uh, it would be the sounds of a woman shouting. It was very distinct. And then one night I found myself walking to the kitchen to get a midnight snack. I should say again that the ability to just walk into the kitchen and find your food waiting for you and by un, you know, uneaten by roommates was a blissfully wonderful experience, so I did it probably more than I should. Something my uh, stepmom seemed to enjoy, too, for finding out I could do this. But as I had the door fridge open, was most likely making a giant sandwich because that's what teenage boys seem to do, I distinctly heard the sound of someone saying the words, I don't know. It was through this door. It, it, was, it wasn't through the floor. It wasn't an apartment above me. It was in the room with me. Uh, it scared me so much that I dropped the contents, and which, of course, sent a crashing sound through the otherwise dead, quiet apartment. Spinning on my feet, I looked into the darkness, and the light of the fridge was the only source. Nothing greeted me. That is, aside from my stepmom's whose sudden appearance around the corner, thinking it was an intruder, only caused me to finally let up the scream that had set itself inside my throat moments before. You must have just imagined it, was her response. There was, resp uh, and uh, that was what she would say re repeatedly. Um, but uh, it was not much, short, much time sooner when uh, we also heard the sounds of two people talking as if st when I was standing uh, in the kitchen. And it also had happened multiple times as I was standing, of all things, in the shower. That feeling you need to turn off the shower and shout, shout hello, is someone there, is something I experienced more than a couple times. So we stayed in this apartment for years, and these experiences would pop up first around five or six months, and then happened every three months. And then towards the end, I would hear a whispering voice say, you know, or I don't believe you, which seems odd now, but it was creepy even then. Uh, and this would happen almost every other week, it felt like. One Saturday morning, I was woken to what I felt like something shaking my foot as I was trying to you know, wake myself up. And then I heard someone distinctly yell the word, hey. 
and a very, as a female voice saying this. I woke with a start and saw no one. My door was still closed. I didn't have a cat. I didn't have anything weird that would cause this to happen, but I distinctly know I heard someone shout and shake my foot. So from that moment on, the apartment shifted in energy. As I sat and played games, I would catch something from my periphery in the hallway. My stepmom's new boyfriend, who eventually they she married, would routinely tell us that he didn't like the vibe of the place. And being a good man, he would let us both stay at his house in a, a rondecoid every once in a while. Years later, he and I discussed that apartment. He told me that one night he had walked down the hallway to the bathroom and standing in the living room was what he looked like a man. Enough so that he jumped and yelled and thought it was a home intruder. Uh, and with another time, the scariest one he ever told me about, and he actually told me after a few nights of uh, drinking in there, but with another time, he was, sta- <laughs> this is a creepy one actually, uh, he was in the bathroom taking a shower, and on the, shadow, the bathroom curtain, a shadow appeared. He assumed it was my stepmom who had come into the bathroom while he was showering. He pulled back the curtain to say something and found the room completely empty. Yes. <laughs> so that is, um, he, he continues on saying that uh, the doesn't have a very good ending to this tale. He simply moved out into the house uh, and uh, left that one behind us. But he believes that what he encountered were you know, spirits of that building. He doesn't know if they were, they were the uh, folks that supposedly the homicides that happened there or overdoses. But to this day, I swear that I had encountered more than one spirit in that building. So thank you guys for letting me tell you this story. And I'm looking forward to hearing this on my uh, Friday drive time into work. So thank you, Juan, for saying that. And I, sorry if I, if I stumbled over some words in there. We're changing stuff up on the fly. So, uh, yay, yay, yay. So there you go, Juan. Thank you for that letter in. We have some other letters coming in, too. We'll be reading that. Uh, we'll probably get some of those onto podcast form, too. So, mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Heck, Yeah. So, so there you go. Hope my, my reading was fun. Yeah. So what's on the next on our agenda? Wonderful so things here. Should we take a shot at our at finding our mystery guest here for tonight? Our mystery guest. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm right. super excited about this one. Our guest tonight is uh, Mr. Jay Powell. He is uh, New York Paranormal Investigator's lead investigator. Him and his wife actually have toured around for, for many, many years, going into cool buildings and checking creepy stuff out and jumping into the shadows. So without further ado, is uh, Jay let's, in there? Let's give it no, uh, uh, it. <laughs> well, I can keep rambling on. Uh, Jay is actually a man that I uh, hope we touch, touch base on some of the stuff that he has going on. Uh, he also has a collection of haunted dolls, which we may touch base on as well during this uh, this event. Uh, and also, we should probably say that his uh, we actually tried to have him on once before, and technology failed again. We blamed ghosts. So if it happens again, we're going to say it's actually ghosts yet again on this one. His haunted dolls finally got to him. So Jay, are you with us? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Hey, I hear you. Look at this. Welcome to the program. Yeah, You're right. on the air. Nice. Jay, thank you for joining us. How are we doing, guys? Doing great. As I was saying, you guys, uh, you are uh, lead investigator for New York Paranormal Investigators. And uh, you have been yeah. experiencing some ghosts. You've been checking them out, hunting them down. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, we have probably been doing it uh I'd say, you know, 10 years roughly with the group, um, in the last four or five, maybe six years, we haven't really done anything, you know, obviously, uh, bigger, uh, priorities, but, um, love to get back into it and, uh, check you know, try to get some hauntings. Yeah. Definitely. Life kind of has a way to it Help though. People out. Yeah. We've, uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I was actually fortunate to join you on a bunch of fun, uh, ghost hunts over the years and we got into some large buildings. Like I, and I literally, I told the story, I think last year, that I, I encountered random things being with you guys. It wasn't just sitting in the dark, quietly waiting for something. There was 
stuff thrown. There was noises. There were people saw things. Uh, oh my gosh! So people always have to ask, "What's like? Do you have your 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 creepiest story? Do you have a story that like captures your attention that you want to start? You know that like you that's the one that sells it to people. Like what got you into this whole like? Yes, there's there's some dark forces. There's some ominous ghosts out there. Do you have one of those tales? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, r- real short, uh, real quick here. Um, the Blair Witch Project actually got me going and all. Oh, really? Nice. You know, which, yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of, you know, as that story goes, it's kind of like, okay, whatever. And then uh, somebody took me to an allegedly haunted spot um, on Lake Ontario, old hotel uh, from the 1812 war. And uh, next thing you know, grabbed my interest. And here we are, you know just uh, buying meters and, uh, you know, capturing EVPs. And then my first roll of film, a cemetery out in Geneseo, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, I, I felt the vibrations and, and just like the ground moving and I, something told me to take the shot and I got ectoplasma, basically a mist of uh, an apparition taken form um, in two or three photos. So it's pretty wild. It was definitely <laughs> the hook and, you know, Definitely hooked from that day on. And that's in you. That's right. Um, so I and like you're saying, you're a person that you don't just like walk around with a cell phone in hand. You I mean you have equipment. You have uh, like camera systems. We have audio equipment. We yeah, there is there is stuff that when you go in, you are going in full like legit. This is this is a team. You have uniforms. You have you know sweatshirts on. Everyone has like identifiable logos and stuff. You even have like a I think a sign in the truck, right? A magnetic sign left right on there too. Oh yeah, we look like the New York State Troopers pulling out <laughs> the reflection. If I'm if I'm getting into a hobby or, or uh, some type of sport, I go all out. So that's the way to do it. Why not get the magnets reflection? You know what I mean? And um, yeah, we you know we got uh, the security the security cameras, the DVR. Um, you know whether uh, I know the prices come down in the uh, thermal infrared. Uh, cameras a, a, a ton in the last five six years with you know our cell phones and that technology and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know we used to rent those for a weekend for five hundred dollars a week, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? But it, it, it was fun to have. But um, yeah, a ton of audio stuff. Everything's uh, through you know a Mac notebook, um, just you know audio software. Um, ton of EVPs, multiple uh, EMF detectors, Geiger counters, um, and like I said, the technology has just changed so much. Being out of it for five, six years now, there's, you know, uh, spirit boxes and uh, full spectrum, uh, you know, video cameras and just stuff that it just blows my mind. You know, these, these uh, generators that actually makes ghosts manifest, and it's just it's like wow. We're, the the technology is really five, six years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, it's amazing. Uh, so there is uh, when I first met you, uh, I believe we were partying down in a trailer down in the country. I think may have been, but um, one of the first things that you introduced me at, with what you have was you have haunted dolls. At least at one point you had some haunted dolls, right? Yeah, I, I still got them. I'm looking at the bin that they're in right now. <laughs> they, they haven't been, they haven't been out in uh, probably three years because we moved from Massad into Farmington, New York now, and uh, I haven't really brought them out. You know, the little girl's getting older now. She's six, my daughter yeah. Bailey, and, uh, you know, she's actually witnessing some stuff here, actually. 
um, mm-hmm. tonight as well. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, just yeah, don't, I, don't start. Yeah, I, I, I think of all things I've learned in movie, at least from the movies, don't give your daughter the haunted doll. I think that's what causes no. the problem right off the bat, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's not do You're that. Right. So, right. uh, yeah. But yes, 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 I, I, I still have them. And every now and then I, I go by them and you know, open up that bin and like, oh boy, should I, should I try to do a experiment or what should I do tonight? And, um, now, I, yeah, I can I can tell you a couple couple of good stories about them. Yeah, go ahead, please do. I remember your sure. wife was sincere when she was giving you like she didn't like one specific one. I remember right, she, one she didn't care for. But t- yeah, please tell a story. We'd love to hear it. So, all right, yeah, yeah. So right now, I I probably have about five dolls, a haunted boat that I got um, from Rolling Hills Asylum over in East Bethany, um, that a ghost. A uh, little kid ghost, like these, you know, move it around. It was his favorite toy. So I ended up buying that. And um, I got a haunted genie bottle. And like I said, it was, it's allegedly whatever. So I just took a shot. Uh, it took three months to even get a doll off of eBay. And I, I didn't really believe it. Bought one plastic doll. It came all, it Christmas Eve, it shows up. Oh, and uh, just, just weird. Yeah. And I'm like, all right parents you know this this is probably 15 years ago maybe almost 20 and uh i, I don't know I, I was like you know they're beeping in the car let's go let's go to grandma and grandpa and i'm like all right hold on and i clicked the evp player on and i asked it a question real quick and i said are you alive are you alive you know mm-hmm. do you hear me and then you know i play i'm listening it back in the car it was only a two-minute segment and i heard like a little mm-hmm and I'm like, what? I'm like, there's no, there's no way. It had to be the bed squeak or something, you know, when I got up and I'm like, there's, there's just no way this thing saying, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I just couldn't believe it. So I didn't really want to tell anybody yet. And at the time I was living in Albany and, um, you know, like I said, I, I was still living home, but living in Albany and commuting. And, uh, she, my wife, Jennifer, uh, she was coming down to Albany and I said, Hey, I ordered another doll. Don't get mad, but bring it down with you. Cause I brought the one to Albany with me so I could uh-huh. do some tests. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <clears throat> and Science. Yeah, definitely. So we do. And I, I, uh, put the one, you know, I had the one for, you know, almost a full week in the closet, big walk-in closet, nothing happened, you know, taped every night, listened to it at work couple hours and she brought the other one down it was a porcelain doll my second doll and nothing happened that weekend um but i she went home and i stayed for the work week i think it was sunday to monday that night i you know i'm taping them every 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 night two to three hours and i'm listening to it at work and i hear this giggling and i'm i am in an apartment complex i'm not not gonna lie but there's no kids around. It's just all like old people. And, um, and I'm just like, man, this is, this is just so weird. So I take them again and I got more this the next night and I got them just giggling like they were playing with each other. Like, <laughs> oh, my and I'm God. like oh my gosh, I, yeah, I'm like, I don't believe this. So I'm telling her and she's like, there's no way. And, um, you know, we, you know, weeks went on, weeks went on. I brought them back to Rochester, brought them back. You know, I was kind of trailing it. it kind of, I know it kind of sounds weird, but took a shot at it. And I was like, man, I, I really think, you know, these, these kids um, were attached to the to these items and the dolls. And I, I don't really know the exact history, but the first doll, she got wiped out in the Oklahoma uh, tornado or something, supposedly. I mean, who knows how 
you know, true the stories are, but I went with it and, uh, they got me. And like I said, uh, I, I got some, got some crazy stuff and that, that was, that was just the start of it. Cause a couple months later I had a roommate and he was older, you know, turning 50 or 45, somewhere around that area. <clears throat> and, uh, one, one night at one thirty, I heard the doorknob twisting mm. and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I go, is somebody doing laundry? And I'm, you know, like, you know, the tumbling of the clothes or something. I'm like, no way. And I'm looking over and it, it's dark. And I'm like, that is the doorknob. They're trying to get out. And it was just like four or five times of twisting the doorknob. And there's like the, these kids were just like two years old, maybe three years old, just couldn't really turn the doorknob to open it up. And I, now, now I'm starting to get shook a little bit. Like, wow, what did I buy here? <laughs> and I go, stop. And it was just nothing. And then that was it. At least they, so at least they listened to you. I guess. Wow. Yeah, you can't mess with that kid yeah. energy. That, that's bad news. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was pretty nuts. And then, like I said, you know, you know, it turned into three dolls. Then I got four. Then I got a bottle. Then I got that boat. And then I ended up getting this other doll. And when I actually bought my house in um, 2005, I moved back. Um, and we set up. You know, I was just trying to do like each single doll and kind of get some information on on what they, you know anything names or who's attached to them and and it was uh before we had our daughter um i think you remember this it, i just set up like balls in this little barbie car and i had like little um tape and just think you know if they were gonna like trigger objects and stuff like that and i woke up the next day and i got the evp and i'm listening and listening and i tell you what what i heard was probably the best evp ever it, 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 I mean, I know today there's probably best, you know, better ones out there, but I heard a full sentence of two dolls talking to each other saying, I don't think they can hear us. And I'm like, what was that? And it's only me hearing the cat. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I got to tell her, I got to tell her that. So something was in this house. Something is in this house, you know? Yeah, it's a current tense right there, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and I like I said, I tell everybody that story, and I'm just like that. You know, we had a web page, and my webmaster ended up stealing it. It went down, and I, he took like half of my EVPs, and I still got forty, fifty EV, good EVPs, but nothing like that. That clear mm. talking about. I don't think they can hear us. They're talking to one another and talking about us, which we can hear them. But those are probably some of the you know two or three best stories. I mean, there's been other multiple stuff, lights, TVs going on and off, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just, just some crazy, crazy stuff. Um, but, uh, we don't, we don't really mess around with those dolls anymore. No, that we got, uh, our daughter, Bailey. No, we don't be, really want to get yeah, her best to be attached safe. to them. Yeah, no, best <laughs> to be safe on that. So if you guys are tuning in right now, our uh, current guest is, uh, Mr. Jay Powell of New York Paranormal Investigators and just a general, generally awesome dude out there, uh, trying to find adventures and, He's actually uh, a person that will, if, if you have a ghost story, if you guys are listening in right now and have a space that you think is haunted, you want someone to come in and investigate, NYPI will definitely come and check it out for you. And they, like, uh, last time I knew he did it for no charge, right, Jay? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're a nonprofit organization, everything scientific. And, uh, like I said, you know, I know it's, it's, you know, my wife and I come in yourself. I got a few other people. Um, you know, we got a whole team that comes in, runs, runs the whole, uh, you know, about an hour and a half, two hours set up. You want us to stay the whole night. 
We could stay the whole night. We can, we can do four hours, six hours. Um, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of pointless to go in there and, and set up the cameras when you're only staying for two to four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes almost that long to set up everything. But uh, yeah, it's a nonprofit organization. We try to help out the, the uh, um, you know, the client or the customer, and, and it's and for us, it's it's more than a hobby, and we try to gather information and try to figure these things out because what to this day, science, you know, scientists haven't even figured out to concrete proof that ghosts even exist mm-hmm. but we all know they exist i have to admit I, there when is, i have there is another world yeah i have like i'm a skeptical guy but i'm like a believe i'm not a person that cooks it all out i want to experience the reason i joined you guys for those adventures and stuff but i remember the one time uh, i believe it was you your wife and myself were driving in your truck uh, there was that uh bed and breakfast down on that lake down there was the oh one? yeah i remember you were pulling in 10, and she 10,000 delights. That's right. That's right. And your wife was commenting about the woman standing on the porch. We're driving in. We're like, we actually, I mean, she's like, oh, yeah, someone's here. And of course, I didn't look up. I'm working on getting the battery set up and everything else. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, we get in and it wasn't like, oh, we saw a ghost there. We thought, oh, so-and-so standing on the porch. We walked in the door, yelled hello, walked in. And then was her name Rose? Yeah, the the older woman that she came up five, ten minutes later. yeah. Yeah. And she was chuckling. You're like, oh, yeah, someone's already here. And she started laughing. She, like, said, where do you see it? You the porch. You know, the way in, your wife spotted something right off the bat. And that house, I we encountered the randomest things there, too. And I, like, I'm a very skeptical-minded person. I, I want to try to dissect something. If it's something's happening, I want to know what caused it. And if something I can't figure out, I'll gladly give it to a little bit of that sort of mythology, the little, the, the, the stories, the, uh, the tales and stuff. But... Yeah, we actually had some great times exactly. trying, stumbling across some of those things. Um, I think it was there. No, I was we like, did. We, we did. Yeah, it was there, actually. It was weird. We yeah, had. That, that, uh, yeah, she, she still talks about it. Oh, I saw that apparition of that girl, and I'm like, I know. I go, you know, you, you, were, you were monkeying around with your video camera. I'm trying to get up that snake hill of a cliff. So I didn't want to, <laughs> you know, tip us off there and get up there. And, and we get out, and we're like, whoa, I figured there was, there was Rose or. or or somebody with like a blondish hair and next thing you know, it said the letter, I'm down at my lake house. I'll be right up, make yourself comfortable and, and uh, go ahead and get rolled out. We're like, what? Yeah. So I, it was just crazy. Yeah, it was clearly, it wasn't some sort of like ghostly figure floating. It was just a person standing there. So it's an amazing yeah. time. Yeah, uh, very interesting. Yeah, so do you have, in all the hunts you've done, which has been, you probably lost track of how many you've done already by now, but uh, do you have a favorite one? <laughs> I don't know. I, my favorite one was probably the Queen Mary. We really? went out there with a, uh, yeah, psychic uh, Peter James, a good friend of ours, and we actually uh, did a seminar with him um, out in Long Beach, California, and that was a whole weekend deal. I think there was like six or eight, maybe ten people, and we got to explore the whole ship and go into the main pool area and, and check out the portal, you know, a real portal, and um, there, there was no need for an EVP player. We, we actually heard Captain Jones speaking, you know, through the shaft of where this ship in World War II hit another vessel and left these bodies at sea. And it's just he's talking to us, hello, which we did capture it on the EVP player. But I heard a girl jump roping, um, and that didn't even come up in the EVP player, which solidifies it as well. You know, we're trying to look for it and just all, all you know, Jackie talking in the pool area and, and looking for her mommy. And it's, 
that that place is just amazing. She's just too far it's all the way, you know, three thousand miles away, you know. <laughs> but uh yeah, Queen Mary, California, Alcatraz, San Jose, Win um um the Winchester uh house there. Oh nice, I've never uh, been to so you how, been. I mean That's awesome. I've never yeah, been. We, we've been yeah, we've we've been a, a few different places. I mean like I said, you know, we didn't get into that to do an actual hunt. We just paid the tour and then did our own thing with some meters and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of places around. Um, I, I just like staying local and mm-hmm. uh, doing, doing cemeteries. And that's, that's one of my favorite things. Is, like I said, you know, people didn't die there, but they reside there. And, um, you know, I, I got a couple, couple good ones in Geneseo and a couple top, top three or four haunted in, in, uh, probably New York state and Albany. So, Oh, that's amazing. Um, very, very, very cool stuff. So uh, we did have some, uh, a friend of mine wrote in today, had a question for you that uh, if you get a chance to ask was, uh, ask Jay, is there, a, is there a way to help maybe get a ghost to respond or interact with you? If you Do you have any tips or anything for the uh, ghost hunters out there? If you have someone who's maybe have a haunted house or they're going to visit a haunted house, is there a suggestion for how maybe to have more of an encounter? Um, well, like I said, with the technology now, um, you know how we, we do it. We go in there, we do our normally uh, scientific thing. And if it's quiet for four five, six hours, you know, everybody's getting antsy and they're ready to go. And we're like, Hey, let's, let's get some trigger items. Let's see what they used to like. Let's see what they used to do. If we have that information, um, which hopefully the homeowner or somebody has that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or, I mean, there's always provoking, which that's the last resort. If, the owner allows that, which is not a big fan of it, but it does, it, it is highly effective. Um, I don't know why it's just, they, they, they get upset and it's thing, things end up happening. I, real quick, a real quick story here. If you got a few minutes, yeah, yeah. we did a haunt. I'm, I'm not sure if you were, did you go to the Tonawanda one with us in Buffalo? Uh, oh, is that, that the, the museum, right? Is that the one that I think, no, nope, not that one. I know you're. I know you were at that one. This was another one. No, that wasn't there. <laughs> not that. Uh, yeah, I don't think you were there. It was uh, uh, another guy. You know, they had a couple beers, and we don't drink or any of that stuff. But I let them drink. They got me. They were flipping this house, and they said that the tools end up missing or whatever. So he did a little research for me. We come in five hours into it. Everybody's ready to go. We got an hour and a half drive back to Rochester from Buffalo, and. I'm leaning against a wall and they're provoking it. And, and my buddy, Billy's just like, you can't do anything. And I was like, man, you guys are getting pretty, pretty rough here. You know what I mean? You guys might want to ease up. And they just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And I'm like, not falling asleep, but just closing my eyes, just kind of resting my eyes. And soon as he was done provoking, he said, give us a sign if you're here or, or something. And, just this thing came out of the wall and slapped me on my ear. And I'm like, no way. And I'm getting up and I'm swearing. I'm like, there's no way. And nobody believes me. And it's just so that this, this ghost, Mary Lou or whatever her name was, that was so smart. Like none of the cameras picked up anything because everything was blocked. So she had to come through the wall to hit me. Cause my back's against the wall. I'm kind of holding my arm up to hold, you know, holding my head up mm-hmm. and, I played the EVP player back, and I'm telling you, they heard it, hit my earring just like a little tink. 
<laughs> and they were like, no way. And, and, and that ghost just like flicked my earring in my ear and it just caught her fit. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> it, it, I, I could, t- I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. And that, that's probably the most amazing thing that's happened to me, but just, <laughs> just awesome. Oh man. So we're coming up we got a couple more minutes left in this interview. Jay, thank you for being on here. This has been a blast of a time. Uh, you, I will be harassing you uh, more so now to get some more ghost hunts in. Uh, actually, the guy who's doing we, we had on the show last week, he's actually interested in maybe joining in the fun too. So we may have uh, some more guys for for the <laughs> to get excited with this one here. Um, that so, guy seems to be a ghost magnet, cool, by the way. Cool. I oh. think you'd be very happy to have him along. Oh my god, yeah. The uh, the other guy, like I've mentioned to you, I think in the email, it, uh, Eric, he is a lightning rod for the weird and. Uh, like, yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So we'll we'll put him in the center of the room and put cameras on him. We'll sit back and let let whatever yeah. happens that way. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric's the one that went. Yeah, just to, like I said, the trigger the trigger items and the provoking is really the uh, the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, if the owner allows you. But uh, now, if you want to communicate with a spirit, your best bet is. I, and I got to get one myself. I got You got to get a spirit box. Or the new Ovulus four or five, if you can find them, they they run for about two fifty three hundred dollars. But I'm telling you, the technology now, you don't even need EVPs. You can have the EVP, but as you're calling out of, okay, who's here? What's your name? And it texts over the Ovulus and shows up as a text message of uh, you know out of ten twenty thousand words or whatever, how many you know the dictionary of that's in the um, computer itself there uh-huh. is just amazing. So it pulls from a you lexicon I mean? and build that way. That's crazy. What is that cell phone yeah, plan it, like, by the way? <laughs> like, I can't get any service from AT&T out in New Hampshire. How do you get it through the afterlife? That's what I'm curious about. <laughs> How's that work? Oh, man, technology. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. And like I said, I know they have stuff on, you know, apps on, the, you know, iPhone and, and so forth as far as Spirit Box. Mm. Um, that one texts to you, and I, I do like I do like it. Um, but if they say, hey, my name's Mary, and Mary isn't in the, you know, vocabulary or the dictionary, mm. and all of a sudden uh, there's a Martha that comes up. So you're oh, not gotcha. 100%, you know what I mean? You're Understandable. not 100% on that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it, it, for sure. But for the money... It, it should be. And I'm sure, you know, five years from now, that technology will probably be there. Oh, probably. But I'm course. better off with a. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and the best thing, I mean, and there's, there's I'd be something. Better off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, there's always something to say about experiencing it yourself, right? Being out here. That's the best thing. People who don't, you know, don't believe yeah, it's. The it. best way to do it is come out and check it out, right? That's how I think you told me or told some friends of mine. Like, you don't believe it doesn't matter. You're not there to convince them. You don't need to convince them. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Believe me, I, I deal with skeptics all every day, all, all the time, especially this time of year. You know what I mean? I bring mm-hmm. in my photos and show everybody, like, no way. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, man, there, 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 there's a way, man. They're out there. Oh, well, but, Jay, um, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Uh, so if you guys are just tuning in right now, we just had uh, Jay Powell from uh, New York Paranormal Investigators on there. Uh, if you guys have a uh, ghostly story you want to share with us, with Jay, you want to have him and his team come in and check stuff out, you can. Let us know. We'll uh, bring the whole team down there, uh, try to get some evidence for you, see what's going on, convince all those skeptics out there, your neighbors, whoever doesn't believe you. But uh Jay, thank you for being on, and thank you for keeping the uh, the spirit alive here and get, keeping us in the uh, the holiday mood, the Halloween time. So, 
Oh man! Oh yeah, for, sh- for <laughs> sure. Oh, thank, thank, thanks, uh, Matt Magnus, for having me. I appreciate it, and uh, we got to do it again for sure. Oh, sounds great. We'll definitely have you back on again. We'll do some more podcast stories. So, definitely have a good yeah, night, oh, Jay. For, oh, go yeah, ahead. You too. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Nice, Jay Powell. Everybody. Nice. So look at that. We actually, and best thing about it, we actually had technology work for us on that one. So we had phone interviews, which opens a whole new world of awesome for this show. So. Yay, yay, yay. I am so excited about that. <laughs> the conversation was fantastic. The fact that technology worked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We didn't need a spirit box. They haven't talked to us. Which yeah, is good. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, Jay Powell is an awesome dude. Uh, he is uh, as excitable as he sounds on there. He's that in, in real life, too. He likes giving a chance to experience things you like don't normally experience in life. So uh, we've d- we did uh, like residential, commercial buildings. We did an old theater, uh, ghost hunts over the years. And it's great. I have fun doing it. I get a chance to go into buildings. I won't be a chance to go in. Like we were in the Eastman Dental at one point before it was still still a wreck in there, before everything was torn, you know, changed around. And I think I may have told that one of the stories, but there are some weird events in there as well. So, uh, but uh, Eastman so, Dental just creeps me out yeah. in general. I can't imagine going there and, and looking to find anybody. It was weird. Be- I, I, I'm not kidding you. When uh, the guy, his name was Sheldon, I was working with, uh, him and I literally encountered uh, a shadowy figure walking that phased, like just blanked out in front of us. And I am a skeptical man. Him and I both were staring at something, unknowing what we saw. Like I, I to this day, have not sure what I saw in there. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, so actually we have, uh, some more, uh, fun audio tales coming up a little bit, right? That's right. So, um, but again, that was Jay. Uh, if you guys have any stories, you have a place you want investigated, let us know. Jay will literally bring this whole team in. Uh, he's got cool cameras and he, he shares all the information with you. He's not keeping it for himself. He'll, any pictures, any video, anything he gets, he's excited to share with you as you are to share with everyone else. So I let him know absolutely fascinated by all of that i had no idea that there was actually like the spirit box thing i've encountered the spirit box thing before and i'm really i'm kind of weird on it because it seems like it's just kind of piecing together white noise sound and kind of what a, 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 what maybe similar sounds like yeah but uh i mean to each other i know i've met people that say they swear by it um i was the guy when i helped jay out i handled the the audio i actually was i had all the equipment i mean I'm a radio guy. You know how you, having microphones around. You were the guy running around with the boom mic? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I had multiple laptops up just recording uh, with like high-end microphones in just all corners. And uh, I literally encountered random sound effects that could not have happened in the setting. Like there was one, uh, quite literally, it was in the, a theater down, I think, in Penn Yan, uh, old theater being rebuilt. And uh, in the basement, we heard someone talking. And this is a basement. It's not like a normal basement. This has you know, concrete layers and concrete layers underneath the stands that you couldn't hear a sound. And there were people talking. There was a weird sort of, an, I don't know what this was, but it sounded like a weird growl, which was more disconcerting. Like it sounded like, uh, you know, when you're a kid and you blow through like a, 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 a wrapping paper roll, like that yeah. growl sound. Yeah. Imagine that happening randomly on an audio file. There's no sound of someone walking in and out. We have cameras sitting next to it. So we could actually, uh, you know, uh, uh, see if someone had walked in or not, and there was no nothing coming in or anything else. It was some weird stuff, and to this day, I can't figure it out. And that's what makes me enjoy hanging around with Jay and the team, because I should be able to figure this out. There, there is only so many reasons why this could exist, and if there's a disembodied voice of a room that's empty, that bothers me on a primal level. Like what yeah, could be so? 
super creepy. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we've done a bunch of different uh, ghost hunts with him. So if you guys are interested, let me know. Magnus Apollo on Twitter, mindofmagnus at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, we'll keep up. Uh, and if Jay has any more cool stories, too, we'll let us reach back out with us and chat with us and we'll do a podcast maybe with him or something. So. I think that'd be a great idea. Oh, my God. Especially with a new podcast rig. We can go on. Yeah. Doctor, we can do a podcast from a ghost hunt one of these times. Oh, that would be something, wouldn't <laughs> it? If we can capture some of that on audio. Oh, ooh, boy. Sounds like a plan for me. Um, so we uh, have uh, another ghost tale coming up. Yeah. Right? Speaking of creepy, spooky ghost stories. Yes. This, like I said, uh, I mean, Eric Lehman joining us in. Uh, we I had an interview last week week with him uh and it was uh nice actually remote recording and uh while I was sitting with him i get a chance to talk about some of the ghost tales and, and halloween stuff so he gave us some more ghost stories to talk about and uh looking forward to sharing this one this one here is also a bit of audio engineering from the wonderful talented matt obscure himself over there so uh do you want to hit just roll with it i'd rather just get this thing in because i'm excited i've already got goosebumps ready for it let's so. do it i'm super stoked on it so, so enjoy here's eric lehman's denver ghost story we're going to talk about the, the Denver Acoma house. So I used to go on these road trips with my buddies and a, a good friend of mine and a guy from who's been in 95, this guy, Vincent Cabrero, lived in this house called the Acoma house. It was like a punk skater house in Denver, uh, right off Broad Street that, you know, had a rotating cast of people. It was from the 1800s and was super haunted. People would stay there, not know it was haunted and then be like, hey, this really weird thing happened to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very haunted. So we're we're talking. All this happened in 1997. So it was my final year of undergrad. And uh, six of us decided to take a road trip to Denver for a week. Like we used to do all the time. But we, we went off to Denver. Do, you know, we'd be snowboarding one day, skateboarding the next. Super fun. And staying at, at our buddy Vince's house. And we did not know it was haunted. <laughs> so the, nothing really happened the first couple days. And then one of my friends, Matt, is a wicker witch. Mm-hmm. And he had his little pinnacle that was you know, protecting him. And the one night when we were snow, one day we were snowboarding, he, he kind of left it in the van so he wouldn't lose it in the out riding. Understandable. <laughs> and of course, lost it inside the bowels of my dad's van. <laughs> we were borrowing. <laughs> like it got into a crack and disappeared. So that night is when all the weird stuff started happening. Oh, he done the safety on that. Yeah, we, we lost our safety net <laughs> and so if you will um again it's old style house so there was kind of in the middle was this i called it the octagonal room it was kind of like the living room to one side like, and this is kind of in the middle of the house so as you mm-hmm. come in the house there's a foyer and like a little fireplace area um i had a bunch of chairs in it the next room was this octagonal room after that's the dining room okay and that that forms like one line then you would have at the beginning of the house, stairs that went upstairs. Uh, no, actually, they weren't there. Uh, I take that back. It was, there's a bedroom, stairs that went up in the middle of the house that went to the second floor. Uh, and then the, the kitchen was here, like off to, off to the side. So when we'd sleep each night, we were kind of rotating around because there's only so many couches. So a couple of people would sleep on the couch. A couple of people would take a turn sleeping on the floor, on mattresses or whatever, cushions or sleeping mats. That night, it was, it was me and my buddy Matt were in the dining room. This house... So let's go ahead, like a dirt cellar, and you could, uh, like when it was Vin, Shumi had his workshop down there. And one of the first nights of the week, we went down there, and it's terrifying, terrifying. Straight out of a horror movie. It's earthen basement, 
Oh. It, it's raised above the earth, so there's like a two foot gap the whole way 360 around you, around this pit where the basement is. And he had all this stuff squared in. But like, if you if you watch any horror movies, that's where the thing that comes out of the shadows grabs you and <laughs> takes you back underneath the house. Oh my God! And I walked down, looked around, said "f this," walked right back up. I was like, "I'm done." I've I never went back in that basement ever again. I'm like, I don't know how you work down here. This is terrifying. And um, so Matt, you know, whatever night this was, like, let's say call it Tuesday. He uh, he gets up to go to the bathroom. While he's in the bathroom, in the wall, and it had like this weird red light. Like, it was just like a red safety light in there instead of normal light. Of course. Of course, because why not? <laughs> and um, so uh, he hears like a tapping in the wall, like, you know, kind of like that. He's like, all right, it's a mouse or something. Yeah, yeah. When he walked back through the dining room and laid down, the tapping followed him underneath the uh, floor. Uh. So like, and he's lying on his stomach, kind of crossing his hands, like sleeping on his hands. And it's just tapping underneath him. Uh, like someone's knocking at him. So we find this out the next morning. He's like, dude, what is going on? That's when we learned the house is haunted. So from that point on, like weird stuff would happen. I think the next night I, I took Matt's spot and he had moved around to somewhere else, another room. And I was looking into the octagonal room from the dining room. And there was one of those like old school 70s, like heavy office chairs. And I watched it move like a foot and a half like it just from a dead stop just goes and at the time I, I just shot like Craig Craig Greg because I had two Craigs and a Greg like my brother Craig <laughs> but you know a buddy Greg like they're all sleeping on these couches in the dining room or the living room it's like yo 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 Craig 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 was that you guys? And only have snores answering me back. Oh. And oh, uh, at this point, I'm just like, ah, oh, for ADPs, you know? Um, so I, of course, I tell that story the next day. It's like, I don't know, this is nuts. Um, we come back from riding that day, and everyone's kind of taking naps afterwards. And I think I was taking a shower, and they, there was a, a picture got pulled out from, there was a, this girl, Chrissy Piper, who's this rad, hardcore music photographer, and has a couple books out, at least one book out, I think a couple though. And she was, apparently was taking Polaroids one day by herself in the house, mm. like selfies or, you know, early selfies. And uh, someone looked at us like, oh, who was that? Who's with you? Who's behind you? Oh, and God. sure enough, there's like someone like reaching out behind her from the, on this Polaroid. Ugh. And so that happens. And then I end up on the, the, uh, the couch, the pullout couch one day, uh -huh. finally. And I just remember rolling awake in the middle of the night, looking on the, the wall to the right of me and seeing the shadow that had like a low brim hat, kind of like an Amish hat, yeah. uh, this, a shadow of someone walking on the wall. And I'm even then I remember looking at the wall going and then looking outside of the streetlight. I was like, there's no way that shadow should be made given the way that light is. Yeah. <laughs> You're back to sleep. <laughs> Um, and so that happened. <laughs> we were just bumps and stuff, you know, bumps in the night going on. And then the, the last night we, we had a big party, like big couple bands played. We cleared out, moved everything back. I, and I'd shaved, like I always had like a snowboard beard and I would shave it the last day. It was like weird rituals that I'd have. And, uh, I remember shaving it and I mentioned that because I, f what happened next freaked me out so bad that I was like, maybe whoever the spirit is didn't recognize me. And that's why this, <laughs> this <laughs> you're trying to figure out. What may be happening? Oh, here. dude, it was Explain horrible. It so, for the last night there, I slept kind of like with my back against the back of the couch, which mm -hmm. is kind of set in the center of the room on just a little camp mat. And I passed out 
before everyone else did. So I didn't know where anyone was sleeping. Around 2.33 in the morning, I wake up like, bam, like up like a light. I can't move. Oh. I'm like straight Nosferatu, like, what's going on? And I just remember being like, I was like, what the hell is going on? And I basically literally like Nosferatu'd up, yeah. know, raised yeah. up. I can see where everyone is. I didn't know where they were because I was asleep when I was asleep before everyone else was. Uh-huh. I could see where everyone was falling asleep. I am panicking because I can't move. I can't speak. I'm convinced I'm possessed. Like in my head, that's yeah. the only logical ex- explanation. Yeah. So I'm like trying to scream. I'm like, Matt will save me. He's a witch. I'm like, Matt, Matt, Matt. Like just trying to scream. It ends up like. I 180, because I was like facing the dining room, I 180 to face the foyer where he was sleeping. And I just see him again, like like on his stomach, hands underneath his chin, sleeping like that with no pillow, because he's a weirdo. <laughs> Love your map, but you're weird, you sleep weird. Because <laughs> he also looked like he was dead. <laughs> and it was, I was so unnerved, because I'm like, mur, mur, like freaking out, trying to like scream, trying to get him to pay attention. Next day I know, bam, I'm on my stomach, tears just like streaming down my face. No idea what just happened. I was like, what the hell just happened to me? And uh, terrified. And I had like a little Walkman, tape Walkman. It didn't flip, didn't auto reverse. So I had to like flip, for those of you who are old enough to even know what that means. (laughs) Uh, So I'm like flipping the tape. I, I, it was like a road trip mix I made, like pop punk, emo stuff, like nothing spooky on there. Uh, I flipped it like six times before I fell asleep. It's a 90 minute tape. Oh, yeah, like, so 45 each side and I'm freaking out. It's like, oh my God, I just, I can't. Like finally fell asleep. We went out skating the next day. Didn't say anything to anyone hmm. until we were in the car or in the van driving back west or back east. And finally I was like, I got to tell you guys what happened last night because <laughs> it scared the hell out of me. Might have Magnus. On Rochester Free Radio, that was the Acoma House ghost story from Eric Lehman. Oh my God, I so love that. that the, the, I was having goosebumps listening to my own show. I it that I love hearing ghost tales. I realize it, and he just nailed it out of the park. Just the energy about it. Um, I was I just had a blast listening to him do that show. That whole thing, it was great. Oh my gosh, so good. That was so much fun to make. Not not to toot my own horn, but holy cow, was that fun to make. Mm-hmm. Oh, the audio. Did you guys notice that? We are bumping up the game around here. So we're going to be doing some pre-recording stuff, getting some of the audio engineering happening. Um, and uh, that's why you guys should let us know about cool stories ahead of time. Let us know what's happening. We'll get some uh, our tails in here, get some sound effects where we get this thing going. Get that high production value. Shout out to Kevin McLeod for the, the song there. That was uh, huge. I love that thing. Oh, my God. So much good stuff that guy does. Um, yeah. So I actually, side note, in that story, uh, Eric mentions uh, the hatted, like, dark, shadowy figure. And uh, I got to give a thank you to uh, a fellow listener, actually, that sent in a note saying that the, if you guys want to research this, but the uh, a shadowy figure is known a lot, but there's actually a specific one called the Hat Man. Uh, so it actually, as creepy as it sounds, there actually is a story. Eric's not the first to witness this. That, that description happens frequently in uh, American culture. Uh, so do a research for uh, Hat Man, the Shadow Men, and uh, specifically Hat Man. So uh, I'm glad Eric survived it. But uh, we had a link sent to us today, actually. Um, quote literally is, uh, was it, uh, all shadow people are terrifying, but the Phantom Hat Man may be one of the worst of them all. I'll tag that and put that on the uh, Facebook page. So we want to read that story about it. 
Um, I want to give a thank you actually to our guest for tonight. We had uh, Jay Powell on uh, on here as well. I actually in his email, Jess, you guys want to send a message in. If you have ghost stories, you want to have a house that is uh, investigated by New York Paranormal Investigators. Uh, what you got to do is send an email to Jay, uh, jgo66 at uh, yahoo.com, I believe what it was. I had it right here in front of me. Yeah, jgo66 at yahoo.com. Uh, let him know you have a, a house you want to check out, and he will be there with the whole team. And he'll stay, stay as long as you want. He'll spend all night. He'll bring coffee for you to drink in the morning, too, if you want. So. And he left this left last six off for yeah, value. Yeah, for <laughs> quality. So um, Boy, did I trip all over that. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. I trip all over all of all the time. L- luckily, people like us either way. So, um, But uh, yeah, we're coming at the end of the show. Thank you guys for listening in. We'll have more ghost stories next week. We'll have more Eric Lehman, of course, because I can't live without Eric Lehman ghost stories for my Halloween time. They are so good. Yeah, we're actually going to have, uh, I, I believe Tristan uh, Thomasell is going to be in hanging out with us, too, talking ghost tales. And uh, actually, he actually helped uh, write a little bit of the stories that came in from some of our listeners so is that right i'm looking forward to that too oh my gosh we... so much fun stuff next week is going to be a good spooky one mm-hmm. for halloween let us know folks message us any point in time this week magnet of magnus uh at gmail.com magnus apollo on twitter um but uh so actually we should give a shout out to the patreon supporters thank you for doing it as matters so much to us um and matt actually uh let us give a shout out to the people who wrote our amazing theme songs and songs we're hearing now so to start with it's yacht paradise engineering off the album shangri-la what you're hearing right now is uh, Manic Street Preachers Dreaming a City and the great Kevin McLeod uh, in Competech.com if you want to hear his music. It's all royalty-free music. And the man, he's a modern classic composer. Everything he does is brilliant, and he puts it all out there for free. So I, I got goosebumps. I mean, he, he not only took a good story, that, that music pairing with it, thanks to the amazing, talented Matt Obscure over there, uh, I literally was sitting in my seat just riveting, riveting, listening to it. It was great. Oh, my gosh, so good. Thanks. Uh, but thank you guys for being here. We'll be back again next week with some more spooky tales. We'll be posting more podcasts, so check us out, mindofmagnus.com. Download the podcast, Mind of Magnus, wherever you can find it. And Matt and I will see you guys all next week. See you next week.